Snowers for both of us. Here comes Winnie Pooh. It's Sunday afternoon, and it's time for this edition of the Sports Sensei. Sensei Thrill, good afternoon to you, my friend. How are you? Doing great, Snowman. It is great to see you on this Sunday. It is dismal out here in Virginia right now out here in these streets. Raining cats and dogs, but I am here to talk sports with my man, Snowman. The one day a week that I truly look forward to is now Sundays temporarily while we are on this it's, day it's ten it's uh it's it's temporarily uh sundays and it's march which means it's march madness all over the place who Snowman. gets in who's out mm. 
local team here in Richmond, Virginia, the VCU Rams win the A-10 Conference as they beat Dayton today, 68-56 to in the A-10 Championship, punching their ticket beautiful. to the NCAA Tournament. It has been a beautiful start to this week here on Sunday. Yes, and uh, we're all awaiting the bracketology because the one team I follow, the Northwestern Wildcats, are projected as an eight seed, even though they lost to Penn State in the Big Ten Tournament quarterfinals. The fact that they got the double bye as the number two seed, and, and kudos to Penn State. Not only did they knock off NU, they knocked off Indiana yesterday. Today they're playing for the... Uh, Big Ten Championship. Let's do some scoreboard updating, shall we? Let me first shout out my beautiful wife, Jody. Let me shout out my baby boy, Dakota, who uh, came by for a visit uh, uh, today. And uh, it, it's just, it's been fun visiting with him, even though I sat in this I sat in this comfy chair and I put my feet up on the footrest that's under the the desk here. That was it. You know, you know the rest. It. You, you that know was it. Snowman was out cold. No cold. offense to Dakota. Good that you got to get some family time in today, Snowman, on this Sunday. Yep. But Snowman definitely took a trap nap. I sure did. I sure did. You mentioned one score. VCU beats Dayton 68-56 to win the A-10. Alabama blows by Texas A&M to win the SEC. 82-63 the final there. Alabama's projected as a number one. You know, they're mm-hmm. ranked number four. They're ranked number four in the country. None of the number one that's projected is Purdue. They're up 10 on Penn State, approaching the four-minute mark. 60 to 50 is that score. But the one who's projected as the number one overall seed is in trouble, and that's Houston. They trailed by 15 to Memphis, 70 to 55, mm. four and a half to go in that game. So it looks like Memphis is going to run away and win the American Athletic Champ uh, American Athletic Championship over the team that's basically been number one all season. I mean, a couple of times they fell out, but even with this loss, do you see Houston as the number one overall seed? And who else do you who do you who do you project to be your four number ones? Let's start there. Well, um, as much as much of a homer as I am. <laughs> or for VCU. Yep. I can't give it to them for that. I mean, coming out of the A10, they usually rank somewhere in the middle of the pack for the most part when they get mm-hmm. ranked. Um, you know, when when you look at these these games that are, that have been going on over the past few days, it's really really tough. I mean, Alabama smoked Texas yeah, they in the SEC SEC tournament. And when was the last time we saw Alabama ranked up that high? I mean, as a number one team not in the SEC, in the SEC Ori days, exactly. Not, not since the Robert Ori days. Matter of fact, let's take a peek and give shouts to all who uh, won their won won their won their conference. Uh, Xavier beat DePaul in a quarterfinal. We're going to get the updated scores here in just in uh, just a moment. Got him right here. Good. Got him right here, Snowman. Oh. All right, let's go. Let's Princeton, see. Princeton number two beat Yale number one in the Ivy League tournament today, 74 to 65. VCU, of course, like you said, 68 to 56 over Dayton. We had yes. Alabama 
beating the brakes off number two. Alabama ranked number one in the SEC. Beat the brakes off of Texas A&M, 82 to 63. Then we have Houston getting you know upset right now, 70 to 56, 756 with 428 left. Then we've got Purdue right now up by nine. The number one Purdue in the Big Ten up over number 10 Penn State, 60 to 51 with 359 left in the in the second half. I'll tell you the game that Northwestern punched their ticket to the tournament is when they upset number one Purdue in Evanston, Illinois, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Beat them by six. Last night, the Pac-12 tournament championship goes to Arizona. The Arizona yes. win in Two Las points. Vegas, 61 to 59 was the final of that. The upset. And the Big 12, champ- and the Big 12 championship, hook them horns, the Texas Longhorns, smashed Kansas by 20 20. points. 76-56 was the final there. A shout to my buddy Craig Way, the longtime radio voice of the Texas Longhorns. Had a brilliant, brilliant call last night. Big East final, the Marquette Warriors. Yes, they're known as the Golden Eagles, but I call them the Marquette Warriors. They win the Big East 65-51. Mountain West title goes to San Diego State by 57. And the ACC tournament in Greensboro the upset goes to the Duke Blue Devils, who upset. Virginia by ten. That final fifty nine to forty nine. That's and what I've been saying. Is has been my upset snowman is that ACC tournament ACC right there. title. Yep, with with uh, Duke beating the n- number four Duke. And keep in mind, ever since Coach K stepped down, mm-hmm. they have had a roller coaster of a season this year. Oh it yeah, is, it has not been. You know, easy street that this whole championship they just got in the ACC tournament. Because when you think about all the scrutiny that was going on the first half of the season, Mm -hmm. I was talking about in the interhouse sports debate. I mean, when you think about everything that's transpired since Coach K left, and then them saying that this coach that comes in who was from Coach K's staff, you know, basically enshrined to take this position Mm -hmm. and all the scrutiny coming with that for him to beat a Virginia team that did not look like the Virginia team that we've seen and been used to over the past half decade. Yeah. There's a lot of changes that may be coming there in Virginia, but uh, we definitely know Duke has made it. Virginia, we're not too sure, but based upon the rankings in the ACC, I feel like they should still squeak in there considering how high ranked up the ACC is. I think so, too. I think so, too. How high of a C do you think Arizona will get? Because the brackets still haven't the brackets still haven't come out yet. We don't know who plays in the first four, uh, who, gets, who gets what C. We're waiting on that. And uh, uh, Drew and I will uh, do a separate video and give that and uh, give that to you. But who are your four? To the original question, who are your four number ones? And let's talk to the folks in the chat. Who are your four number ones? I know definitely Houston. Yes. Houston Uh, definitely gets it. Even if they lose this game? Yeah. I think Houston Houston gets a number. Houston gets a number one. Matter of fact, my four number ones. You know, uh, the two I can solidly place would be Houston and Alabama. Absolutely. I would say Alabama. mm -hmm. Houston, if they lose this game to Memphis, it's going to be tough to keep them at number one. I mean, they did have one great season, 
But when you think about them potentially being upset by, even though they're number two Memphis, it's not like they're getting upset by number four or anything, but they're still getting right. upset by a good team. Mm-hmm. But considering that they're, they're molly whopping them right now by 14 points, 70 to 56 with 350 left in that, yeah. in that half. So when I put all of that together, I don't know if I can sol- solidly put Houston up there. If they were winning this game, of course. Um, I would agree with you with Alabama. Uh, Purdue has been playing very well, um, and with them looking like they're going to beat Penn State um, by double digits from so far as what it's looking like this going to be, um, I would have to say them potentially. And I can't remember the last time Purdue was in the top four that I would have to say. I mean, we're right. in the top four seeds. Right. Um, Toledo getting upset by Kent State yesterday was pretty big, um, I would have yeah, to say. Yeah, kudos to Kent State. Yeah, that, absolutely. I mean, kudos, that was kudos to Kent State for um, winning the MAC. I Man, I, I still say my number one upset was Duke over Virginia because it was a double digit victory for Duke. Um, and Virginia, you know, I don't count that as a, I don't count that as a surprise. Yeah, but by I double digits, that. that's that's why I would say if it was a close Virginia, one, then yeah, Virginia was to me all season long. Virginia wasn't ready. I mean, they they played up to their competition. Don't get it twisted. They played up to their competition. But when it came to the ACC tournament, the scare that they were going to get is the team that they beat, is the team that beat them, I beg your pardon, and that's Duke. Duke is rolling at the right time. You know, Playmaker just said it here in the chat. Duke is rolling at the right time, and that is a problem. That is a Mm -hmm. huge problem. A10 goes, let's do our champions tracker, courtesy of the Playmakers blog. Uh, go to theplaymakersblog.com for all your sports update. A10 goes to VCU. The Atlantic Sun goes to the Owls of Kennesaw State. We mentioned the ACC. That's Duke. Vermont wins the American East, the Vermont Catamounts. American Conference of the Big Ten still yet to be decided. The Big 12 is uh, goes to Texas. Big East is Marquette. Big Sky is Montana State. Congratulations to them. Big South goes to UNC Asheville. The Big West goes to the Gauchos of UC Santa Barbara. Conference USA, the Owls with their 31st win of the year. They are 31 and 3. They win the they win Conference USA. College of Charleston wins the Colonial. They're also 31 and 3. The Horizon League goes to Northern Kentucky. 22 and 12. Uh, Drew just mentioned earlier, Princeton defeats uh, Princeton wins the Ivy League. Kent State wins the MAC. Uh, the Mid East Athletic Conference goes to Iona. Mid Eastern Athletic Conference to Howard. Drake wins the Missouri Valley. Mountain West goes to San Diego State. Northeast goes to the Merrimack Warriors at 18 and 16. Ohio Valley, the Ohio Valley goes to Southeast Missouri State in a terrific finish. They wiped out a 14-point lead in the final four minutes to win that game. Mentioned the Pac-12, the Kings are Arizona. The Patriot League goes to uh, Colgate. Alabama wins the SEC. The SWAC to Texas Southern. The Southern goes to the Southern Conference of the Furman Paladins. The Southland goes to Texas A&M Corpus Christi. The Islanders return to the tournament. Or Roberts wins the Summit League, and they win it very handily. The Sun Belt goes to Louisiana. The WAC goes to the Grand Canyon Antelopes and the West Coast Conference. No surprise there. The Gonzaga Bulldogs win that, win that conference. This is the craziest Sunday, always the craziest Sunday 
of the of the year in college basketball. Let's look at the women's. Let's look at the women's uh, conference champions. The Atlantic Ten, St. Louis, the Billikens, head to the women's tournament. Atlantic Sun goes to Florida Gulf Coast. ACC is ruled by Virginia Tech. They win the ACC uh, Women's Tournament. American East is Vermont, so the men and the women sweep the American East Conference. Big Ten goes to Iowa, and I will say right now in the Women's Tournament, Iowa's going to be a problem in the Women's Tournament. Iowa's going to be a problem. UConn wins the Big East. Sacramento State wins the Big Sky. Big South goes to Garner-Webb. Hawaii wins the Big West. Conference USA, the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee State. The Colonial goes to Monmouth, Horizon State to Cleveland State. The Horizon League, I beg your pardon, goes to Cleveland State. Ivy League to Princeton. So Princeton does what Vermont does. They sweep the men's and women's conference. Missouri Valley goes to Drake. Mountain West to the running Rebs of UNLV. Northeast to Sacred Heart. Ohio Valley to Tennessee Tech. The Pac-12 it belongs to Washington State. The Patriot League goes to Holy Cross. SEC. Why is there a surprise? There is none. South Carolina, 32-0, race through the SEC. The SWAC goes to Southern. The Southern Conference to Chattanooga. Uh, Southeast Louisiana wins the Southland Conference. The Summit League goes to South Dakota State. The Sun Belt claimed by James Madison. The WAC claimed by Southern Utah. And the West Coast Conference, their winner is the Portland pilots and thanks to the playmaker and the playmakers blog for that tracker let's take a short break we come back drew and i will talk more march madness and believe me there's a lot more to get to and get through as we await all of the seeds all of the teams coming out within the next i believe within the next 20 minutes so when that happens we'll bring you as much as we can these are the sports senseis on this march madness sunday Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and we'll even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor or CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. 
course, Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And then it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense. The throw just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. So one of my little furry friends, Binks, decided to pay me a visit during that last break. What's up, uh, Binks? Yeah, Binksy hopped down. He's off exploring, off exploring the house now with Sensei Drew, Sensei Snowman here, and uh, the brackets will come out at the top of the hour. I think we're going to stay with we're going to stay with you as long as we can while Selection Sunday happens, and we appreciate the folks tuning in. We allow let's uh, let them give their thoughts as well. Uh, Playmaker gives his. Uh, for Houston, Bama, he says Bama will get the overall number one. Uh, Purdue, I prefer Arizona, but UCLA might. Yeah, I was saying it. Purdue too. Good, good, good call out, playmaker. Yeah, I say good call on Purdue getting a number one seed. You know who could be an upset as a number one seed? Arizona. And you were Arizona. saying that earlier. It's just with everything that's transpired, though, Snowman. I just, I don't know. Well, Arizona. Well, Arizona beat UCLA. In the Pac-12 championship, and UCLA had been riding high all year, and they were projected all season long to be a number one seed. They were projected all season to be a number one, and I, I agree with I agree with playmaker. I prefer Arizona to get that number one, but I think because of how UCLA has been consistent all year, Arizona has turned it on lately. I think I think UCLA will get that fourth number one seed. I mean, it's not a bad call. It's just it could go either way. It was only a two point game. And, who's your Who's your top four? I, I definitely have Alabama. I feel mm-hmm. like Alabama has earned their stripes to have that in their top four. And I was saying earlier, Purdue would probably be my my mm-hmm. another lock because with 15 seconds left in the game, they're still up by six. So yeah. they're more likely going to win this Big Ten game. So those two would be my lock for that. Uh, Houston made a push to come back. Um, they're only down 72 to 64, but there's a 46 seconds left. And I don't think they're going to get those eight points within 46 seconds. I think they're pretty right. much fried. Right. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's a toss up between Arizona and UCLA. I like your pick and playmakers pick with Arizona, but something just tells me something just tells me that UCLA is going to sneak into that. Dude, they don't yeah. a two point loss. And, and I, I mean, and, and you know, Either either way, someone from the Pac-12, either the Arizona Wildcats or the UCLA Bruins, will uh, snatch that snatch that number snatch that number one C. We got an update playmaker. Penn State down only one. Yes, in the uh, Big Twelve in the Big Ten championship game. Appreciate. Yes, sixty-six, sixty-five with six seconds left. All right, Uh, they they made a push. I got you right there too. The other team that I would say that would be my third potentially. I mean, you got to look at what Marquette did this year. Uh, yes. They haven't been this relevant really since D Wade was on the team. Right. Uh, I've heard a lot more about Marquette this year than I've heard from Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I have to give them their praise. And that's the West. Yeah. I, I, I love Marquette. Marquette mm-hmm. is playing well 
right now, playing well at the at the right time. Arizona, Arizona, the and the West Coast and the West Coast bias, but Arizona was uh, number two for a long time in the uh, in 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 the polls, but then they got knocked off by UCLA, and then they got knocked off, I believe, by Washington mm-hmm. or Wash or Washington State that knocked them down. But the toss-up is going to be either Arizona or UCLA snatching that fourth number one seed. The seeds and the brackets will come out at the top of the hour. We'll stay with you for that. Switch to football right now. And there was a big trade that happened over the course of the weekend. The Bears no longer have the number one pick. It now belongs to Carolina. As the Bears traded down from from the number one pick. They get a haul of draft picks, including for this year. And the number one pick. And DJ Moore. And DJ Moore. But the bigger one that would upset me today, well, I wouldn't say upset me, but was an upset for Sunday. I don't know if you were how long your nap was, but Jalen Ramsey getting traded to the Dolphins. To the Dolphins. Yeah, that, I mean, it was, it was been a big, big week in trades. I mean, Carolina's definitely going to go with the quarterback for that number one overall pick. It's just going to be, are they going to go with Stroud, who Frank Reich really likes, mm-hmm. or are they going to go with Bryce Young? Bryce Young. I, mean, I mean, Bryce Young could potentially fall to the Houston Texans, too. I think Houston's going to wind up snatching Bryce Young. And with them losing to Sean Watson, they definitely need the pickup. Yeah, they need – either one could – be, either one's going to be snatched by Houston. It just depends on what Carolina does with the number one pick. Now DJ Moore's with the Bears, and a lot of people are saying DJ Moore is an immediate number one receiver. I say wrong answer because mm-hmm. he's a solid. And I, I got into a, I got into a argument with a friend of mine online. You know, big time Bears fan, and they're saying, "Oh, DJ Moore's going to be an easy number one receiver." Wrong answer. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, he'd have been the number one receiver in Carolina. Part of that is the fault of the Panthers because they didn't use him properly. Part of that is the fault of DJ Moore because, simply put, he can't hold on to the football. Facts. He cannot hold on to the football. Got another day for the big. Got an update for the Big Ten. Purdue splits a pair of free throws. They're down. Uh, uh, Penn, Penn State down two. Yep. 67 65. Two seconds. seconds left in the United Center in Chicago. Mm. One of these years, one of these years, Sensei Drew, in the very near future, we're going to haul our families to all the championship, to all the big, big time tournaments. And part of that, I made a promise to my beautiful bride to take her to Chicago and feed her some and get her some food. Some authentic yeah. Chicago food. And I've never been to Chicago, too. So whenever we can call a game there, you got some of the hot spots. Done. Yeah, because I've I want to. i heard all about the Chicago food. I've never been there. So, yes, take the wife there first. But you, like pizza? you like pizza? Absolutely. I had it for good. dinner last night. Good. But it probably wasn't as good as Chicago's, you gotta have You got to have some Giordano's pizza. The Giordano's pizza. Giord- Giordano's pizza. We're keeping an eye on the Big Ten Championship. Sensei Drew and Sensei Snowman here. But, man, why are people projecting DJ Moore to be a number one receiver? DJ Moore to be a number one receiver for Chicago? I mean, it's still an upgrade. They said it's an an upgrade, yes. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, it's still an upgrade. upgrade. 
but a solid number one? No. No. They no, had, no. and I made I made this comment. They had a number one receiver. His name was Allen Robinson. And mm-hmm. they foolishly let him go to the Rams. They yep. foolishly let him go. And he was with the Jags before that. Just imagine if the Jags would have kept a hold right. of Allen Robinson. Right. I mean, think about all that, but he didn't really develop until he went to the Bears, though. Especially now with Trevor Lawrence being there. He did develop with the Bears. Should have had a chance to develop chemistry with Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields should have been that number one receiver. Memphis has won the American Conference Tournament. Congratulations to them. They defeated Houston. Uh, Still keeping an eye on the Big Ten Championship um, in Chicago. And we're talking football here. A solid number one, DJ Moore, a solid number one. No, I just yeah. don't. I, I just don't see it. And I have the same question for him as I had for Robbie Anderson, who Jay, who they projected to be a one in Carolina. Why couldn't he hold on? To the, why can't he hold on to the football? It's not that hard, especially with the type of gloves they wear nowadays. Snowman. Yeah. I mean, they have the advantage with the type of gloves they wear these days, and they should be holding on to this mother father in football. Yeah, there's no excuse for it. No, none whatsoever. No, what none whatsoever. I mean, I I don't I, I don't see it, and especially now they still with the Bears still don't have a plan for Justin Fields. Are they going to turn him into a pocket quarterback? Are they going to uh, let him be a running quarterback? They have not figured out how to play to his abilities, and that's the fault of the coaching staff, and that's the fault of the guys uh, of the guys upstairs. That's the mm-hmm. fault of the guy. That's the fault of the guys upstairs. You make this trade, and my next two words are, for what? <laughs> I mean, for for the Bears, for the Bears, they acquire a good amount of picks um, in return. Mm-hmm. It's not like they got ransacked, okay? They, they did get a good amount of picks, uh, you know, a couple first-rounders and DJ Moore. And I think mm-hmm. there's also a pick swap as well, right? Am I, yes. or am I wrong? There okay. is a pick swap. I know that they're getting two ones, DJ Moore. And I thought there was a pick swap as well. Um, yeah. For where they're coming from, for Carolina, there's much more upside, I believe, here uh, yep. than, than, than downside. Because even though DJ Moore was probably your number one receiver going into this year, mm-hmm. he's been through so much turmoil in the past few years. He needed a fresh start outside of that franchise. Absolutely. I feel like I feel like this is a, a, a big win for him. Yep. It's also a big win for Frank Wright getting the chance to uh bring in a new fresh quarterback from college that he can spend time with a young quarterback as that's the position that he was with, you know, for quite some time. He was a quarterback as a backup Jim Kelly. Yep. And you think about him and what he was able to do with Carson Wentz at Carson Wentz's peak, which still wasn't much, but still helped guide the Eagles with with, with what he did with Nick Foles and everything. They got the Super Bowl. But, you know, Frank Reich got veteran quarterbacks the entire time he was in Indy. He didn't get a fresh start with a newly, you know, fresh quarterback that wasn't beaten up in the league or was, was damaged goods mentally, whatever the case was. He now gets a fresh start, and they need to pick this one right. They like C.J. Stroud, but C.J. Stroud was nowhere even close to sniffing the number one overall pick until everything happened with Jalen Carter. Mm -hmm. And Bryce Young was still touted to be either one or two. So for C.J. Stroud to go above Bryce Young, that means that the Carolina Panthers need to be seeing something special in this kid. Mm -hmm. And this needs to pay off within the first two to three years because if it doesn't, Frank Reich's going to get fired again. Again. Again, because – when Frank Reich took over, 
His quarterback supposed to be was supposed to be Andrew Luck. Yep. And that's what he planned Andrew, on. Andrew Luck was supposed to be the quarterback, and Andrew Luck said, look, y'all not going to protect me. I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. Purdue has won the Big Ten, 67-65. Congrats to the Boilermakers. But Andrew Luck walked away and ruined the plans of the Colts. Well, the Colts ruined the plans themselves because they didn't they didn't put a line around him. Yep. If you look at the the litany of injuries that he had just in the last four years that Andrew Luck was in the league, I don't blame him. I think last year his kidneys was probably the worst one. Yep. Like that was that's a hard injury to come back from. And he still did. And just him trying to give it a go for that preseason. And he just said, No, man, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I can't take the abuse anymore. And, and, and uh, it was a it was abuse. It was flat out total abuse. And it's the Colts' fault that they didn't protect him with an offensive line. Absolutely. It's the Colts' fault they didn't protect him with an offensive line. We got more talk for you as we await the brackets, more stuff coming for you on this extended division. Extended edition of the Sports Senseis with Sensei Drew and yours truly. Back in a minute. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Of course, Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught! Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense the throw just got the king. BS3 Network, the hottest of hot takes, the coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. So this thing called sports, it has fans again. It has full stadiums, full arenas, and more. And you want to be a part of it, don't you? Of course you do. If you begin to scour the resale market, there will be tickets available. And what you need to get those tickets that you want so badly is SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the app available to you that lends a hand in helping you get the tickets that you want for the events that you want. SeatGeek rates the tickets on a 1 to 10 scale, and the best part is the tickets are vetted for authenticity so you know what you are getting and you know you are not getting scammed. And now you can save even more by using the code SNOWMAN and getting 20 bucks off with your very first purchase. Yes, you can do all of that with the power of SeatGeek, helping you get to the games that you want so you fans can fan. So let's all fan.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a show that has just as many commercials as a TNT broadcast that should be displaying the inner out sports debate commercial as well. The Sports Sensei is unleashed. And we are unleashed. <laughs> we are indeed unleashed. I knew you'd say that at one time or another. <laughs> Excuse me a minute, folks. While Snowman gets himself together, guys. 13 episodes of Sports Sensei's Unleashed. Thank you to the fans out there in these streets who have been watching us on YouTube, especially to make this a special show. I mean, this show rocks and rolls just as hard as my inner out sports debate show that I usually have one to four episodes in a week now down to one Sunday evenings at 8.05 p.m. Eastern time. But this show right here where we get down as senseis, as ninjas. I'm going to get my gi ready. And for us to have this moment in time, in history, I love this show, and I love the fans for us being out here in these streets. And I have a special question for Snowman when he's ready. Bring it. Okay. With Snowman being from Chicago. Yep. And I want to bring up some professional wrestling, as you like to say it. Wrestling. Yes, wrestling. How do you feel? And this is something that even of everything that we transpired in 2022, I still did not bring up a snowman. How do you feel about the one and only CM Punk situation, the man from Chicago? How do you feel about CM Punk, what transpired in AEW, and the fact that he is on the shelf right now, Snowman? Um, His fault. Yeah. You don't take care of yourself, you're on the shelf. You don't take care of business, you're on the shelf. Been there. Been there. I. So you're saying he should have kept his mouth shut and should not have fought the elite and should just have let bygones be bygones as the man who had just won the AEW championship that night at All walk Out. Away on you. Walk turns away on your own terms. Brawl out. Mm-hmm. And you get into a fight with the then trios champions, the elite Kenny Omega yep. and the Jacksons, Matt and Nick Jackson. You get in a fight. All of them, all mm-hmm. four of them get stripped of their titles. You got CM Punk getting stripped of his, of his heavyweight championship of AEW. You got the elite getting stripped of their trios titles. It was a whole mother, father, and nightmare. It's a mess. There are sometimes you just keep your mouth shut. Period. CM Punk didn't do that. Nope, he didn't. Made. I'm going to make an executive decision. I know you got your show at eight uh, at eight oh five tonight. Um, when this hour is over, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. But what what uh, Drew and I are gonna do is uh, find a way to keep you all updated on who gets the number one. We're gonna follow the brackets. And I got time from from a, from a guy snowman. We can keep this thing going. I mean, we started a little late. So we, we yeah, we in the quarter after if you want. We'll 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 see what happens. Because I mean, we got plenty of uh, we got plenty of We still haven't even gotten into XFL yet. We'll save the XFL for our final segment. But to the NBA we go, and if yes. there was ever a time that the champs needed a statement win. They got it last night in overtime against the Milwaukee Bucks. Just when you thought Steph Curry was dead in the water because Milwaukee played a hell of a defensive game last night. 
Yes. He erupts for 22 of his 36 points in the fourth quarter in overtime, including a personal 11-3 run to bring the Warriors back from eight down to tie the game at 111. And it seemed like each shot he hit in that run, in that 11 nothing run, was more ridiculous than the last one. Yeah. Uh, you know that uh, old Rod Isaac was not liking it. You know, oh, I know. You know, he's definitely going to find a way to talk some smack to my guy Snowman about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, when you put everything in perspective, this, this team is getting hot at the right time. Yes. Uh, at the very right time. And it's a team that, you know, I give Snowman a hard time about it sometimes, but I have to be real. Uh, they're, they're, they they could potentially come back and sneak up on you in these playoffs. They're going to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But as we've seen in the historical past, it does not it does not matter what seed you are in the playoffs. It just matters get, that you get there. As long as you long as you get in. As long so, as you as long as you get in. Now, Snowman, I have a question for you because historically with NBA, I do not know this one question that's coming into my mind off the top of my head. Talk to me. Um when it comes to NBA, has there ever been because we we've always seen in the NFL over the past twenty years, we've seen you know several teams that were wild cards win it all, right? Yep. When it comes to NBA, has there ever been you know teams that barely just made it win it all? We've seen number eight. I've seen a number eight seed get to the finals. That was nineteen ninety nine when the Knicks knocked off Indiana. Uh, seen number eight upset a number one a few times. Uh, 94 Denver, not uh, Denver knocked off Seattle in the first round. I mentioned 99 with the Knicks, uh, knocking off Indiana. 2012 Philadelphia was a number eight and they knocked off the Bulls in six games in the first round. And I've seen the number one seed Dallas Mavericks, I believe the year was 2007, get knocked off in the first round by the by number eight seed, the Golden State Warriors. And this was after they expanded the first round to five games. But I have not seen, I've seen the number six seed win it all. 1995, the Houston Rockets. They knocked off uh, the Phoenix Suns. They knocked off the Utah Jazz. And of course, they swept Orlando to win it all. Never seen a number eight. Never seen a number eight win at all. I've seen a number six, which is where Golden State may wind up being. They could go six or five. They could go to the sixth seed or they could go in as a number five seed. But the phrase goes, not how you start, it's how you finish. And we and might have seen uh, Jordan win uh, eight in a row had he mm-hmm. not decided to retire. You know, we you know what we might see. What? And I know Rod's been talking smack, been talking smack to me, but he did give kudos to the Warriors last night. Last night could have been, could have been a preview of the NBA World Championship Series. Think so. With the way these two went at it, I, there is a long way to go. There is a long mm-hmm. way to go because the end of the season is April 9th. Then you have the, the beast that we call the NBA playoffs. The Milwaukee's entrenched as the number one seed in the East and the number one overall seed because they have the best record uh, in the NBA right now. Golden State's two games above 500, and they have four different teams nipping at their heels 
for that secure number six uh, number six spot at that secure number at that secure number six spot is where Golden State is. They want to get into the number five. They want to leapfrog the Clippers again and stay in the, and stay in that spot, even though they'll have to play from the road in every series. Last night's game. Last night's game told me a lot. It told me that the Warriors when healthy and they're not completely healthy yet. We haven't seen Andrew Wiggins since January. Mm-hmm. They can't they Golden State's going to compete no matter who they put on the floor. They're the defending champions. And even if they're not the defending champion, they're going to compete. They have that. They have that nature about them. Milwaukee is going to compete. Milwaukee wants another shot at the title. And they couldn't get one last year with uh, without Chris Middleton. And Golden State did a tremendous job on keeping Chris on keeping Chris Middleton to not make an effect on the game. The biggest play of the game last night was Stephen Curry's block on Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday had a clear path to the rim, and Steph met him at the apex and blocked the shot, sent the game to overtime, and Golden State took over in overtime. They won last night, one twenty-five, one sixteen. But it was the defense of the Warriors late in the fourth quarter coming up with a steal and then the block, as I mentioned, late in the fourth quarter that allowed Golden State to tie the game at 108. Drew Holiday hits a three, 111-108 bucks. And then Steph Curry hit the most ridiculous shot of the night on a step back with a hand in his face, and it was nothing but bottoms. Tie game at 111. The block happened, go to overtime, and that was that. The Warriors took the Warriors took over in overtime. If I were oh heck, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Because the Warriors host Phoenix Monday night, and Phoenix has fallen on hard times. If I were any team in the Western Conference in the playoffs, save the Denver Nuggets right now. I'd be a little worried. Mm -hmm. I'd be a little worried because, as you said, and you said it so expertly, the champs are getting hot at the right time. And a champion can arise from anywhere as long as they get hot at the right time. And that's what you got to worry about. That's what you got to worry about with Golden State. And the other thing is, and I've said this all year, they're still not completely healthy. They're still missing a couple pieces. And, of course, they traded James Wiseman, so they got to figure out what they're going to do on the boards. Uh, But, you know, just when you think you figured Golden State out and you know how to take him down, a hero arises. They don't care who get the shine as long as they get the dub, as long as they get the victory. And the person you need to watch right now, besides Steph, besides the Splash Brothers, Steph and Clay. The person you need to watch is Kevon Looney. Yep. You know, one team that has been a major disappointment, though, Snowman, the NBA, um, a team that it's, I mean, it's not really any new news, as I would say. Right. Uh, would be Chicago Hornets. Not Chicago Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. 
22 and 47 this team is they are up yeah. 50 to 49 over the cavaliers who are 42 and 27 cavaliers having a resurgent year this year mm-hmm. uh, with donovan mitchell coming on over and playing the way that he has he's been a big spark to this team right along with darius garland and evan mobley this team is definitely doing pretty well ricky rubio being pretty spot on from the bench but when i think about what the charlotte hornets invested the picks they've they've made over the past few seasons, and you've got the one that has been overly hyped, like his brother, Lamelo Ball, Ball. twenty two and forty seven. He's out for the rest of the season with an ankle injury. What do you see this team doing potentially over the off season? Do you see them making any moves to where they can hey, uh, potentially? I mean, MJ I was the greatest on the court, but not in the front office. Though we have to at least acknowledge to that. Yeah, I tell you what they need to do. They need to blow it up. They need to pull it up and actually, get, and, and actually get some players. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not talking about players that only played like one year in college or coming out. No, they got to get some veterans. They, 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 they need to get some players that actually want to play this game. You think they that MJ should sell the team? No. No. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just, I, I, I agree with you a hundred. Get some different, and, get some different and, advisors. I, potentially i agree with you 100 percent on the greatest of all time to ever play this game was michael jordan however when it comes to the front office either he needs to not be jerry jones and take his hands out of the pot and let and, and bring some real experts that is here what to needs moves. to happen right yeah, he, there. Need, he needs to bring some real experts in here who know the front you office part build, of the game you know how to build a team Michael Jordan could probably be an owner who steps on the court and helps give pointers to the players mm-hmm. on how to play. Be like an owner slash potential, like you know, um, like what he did, like advisor what he did slash coach. Yeah, like, like like what he did in Washington. Yeah, he does not play, but right as far as like he needs to stick his keep his hands out of the the front office, mm-hmm. just hire the right experts. You know. We had a lot of high hopes for this team when they brought in LaBello Ball, but to be less and than 30 wins in a season is done. a tragedy. And, and and all LaMelo has done is put butts in the seats at the Spectrum Center. That's yes. it. He has not done much else. And I'll say it aloud. I'm going to say it tomorrow, you know, when uh, Jay Spivey comes on. He hasn't done much else. Absolutely. In an NCAA That's- update, Purdue did win by two, 67 to 55 over Penn State. So good job, win. Purdue. I I'm feel really- like they're going to solidify the number one after that. What is I up, think- Winnie? Winnie agrees. Winnie agrees with the Purdue pick. It's it's Winnie time. There you go. <laughs> Winnie, welcome. Home. Sensei Winnie. Sensei Winnie. Sensei Winnie. Sensei Winnie and training. <laughs> See, it's S. Wit Sensei yeah. Winnie in training. S. Wit, she's a Swit. <laughs> All right, the number one seed in the South is Alabama. Alabama gets the Alabama number gets num- one. Alabama gets seed. the number one. We're screw it. Let's go. Let let's do let's do it. Let's do it. We'll we'll go stick around as long as we'll stick around as long as we can. Number one in the South is Alabama. And they could, they have the potential to go to Houston. They yeah. have the potential. They go, they get the winner of Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Southeast Missouri State. They'll be part of the first four uh, in in Dayton. You said your show begins what time? 
Hey, Fabio, I got time. Um, but right, we, let's, we let's still, we still have to cover some XFL snow, man. That's that's been uh, we've had well, a, we've got a really good game XFL going on right now do. between the Battlehawks. Oh, g- give me that score. You watch that the score. Battlehawks, the, the Battlehawks are up 17 to three. The St. Louis Battlehawks are up 17 to three over the Arlington Renegades in the third quarter. Uh, um, eight and eight seed is Maryland. Congrats. Maryland. Yeah. Eight seed is Maryland. Eight seed in the South is Maryland. Good job, At Maryland. 21 and 12. They will tackle West Virginia. And that's Thursday. And they play in Birmingham, Alabama at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center. Oh, Birmingham. I'm, I'm going to have people ask me, how do you know these arena names? I've watched them. Uh, the five is San Diego State in Orlando. These games are in, these games are in Orlando on Thursday. They will tackle Charleston. The Charleston, Coug- uh, Charleston Cougars, they get their... They uh, get their seating and they get their assignment. And congrats to Charleston. Good job, Charleston. For winning, for winning their conference. All these games are Thursday, waiting on waiting on times. Virginia gets the number four seed. Wow. ACC. Yeah, Virginia's the number four. I didn't four. know they would go that high. I mean, we and were saying they would probably Furman. get in. Yeah, for them to get in at four. Yeah, speaks volumes based on what their record was being ranked at two, but Duke still beating them as the fourth ranked mm-hmm. teams. They should still get a little bit higher of a seat. I see Duke getting a, t- a second or third seat at. Yeah, I see. I see Duke getting getting a two not, seat. Can they get not, not not getting a one, but at least a two or three seat. Well, here's the number six seed in the South. It's Creighton, the Creighton Blue Jays. Oh, good job, Creighton. They're celebrating in Omaha. They're celebrating in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh 17-3, the score you said with uh St. Louis. Did they yes. sell that joint? Did they sell that joint out? Is there a lot of people that they'll take on 11 seed North Carolina State? Are you talking about XFL? Did you bounce, bounce yeah. back and forth? Okay. Yeah, XFL. I don't know if they sold out or not, but there's something that, that, that you know, even though what I see on TV is mm-hmm. on with the XFL, apparently their ratings. Have been I love the, I love bit. the XFL, man. Three seed is Baylor. Their, their ratings have been slipping a little bit. So yeah. that's something that Joey and I are going to talk about on episode 85. And they'll, eight, oh, five, and they'll eight, play UC Santa Barbara at 27 and seven, the Gauchos at the number 14 yes. seed. Seven seed, the Missouri Tigers. Oh, uh, this game is Thursday in Sacramento. The okay. first two games I told you will be Friday, and this one they'll play Utah State at the Golden One Center in Sacramento. Wow, and the number two seed in the South, the Arizona Wildcats. You called it, they get a number two seed, and told you. UCLA will get probably get that fourth number one seed. Arizona takes on the 15th seed in Sacramento, and it is Princeton, the Princeton Tigers. Princeton got what now? Princeton got a number 15. Okay. I mean, when you think about what Princeton did in the Ivy League, Mm -hmm. I mean, they were the number two that won the Ivy League tournament. Yeah, that just speaks volumes on where the NCAA ranks the Ivy League. Yeah, 
because them as the champions out of the Ivy League get the 15th seed. Come on now, Snowman. Well, and they were number two. You want to? Well, you want to make some noise? You want to make some noise? Beat the Arizona Wildcats. That's how you solve that. Yeah, I I did. I look at it this way. You know, the 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 non-recognizable conferences are going to get a horrible seed. You know they are. Yeah, Doesn't matter what seed they are in their tournament in their conference tournament. This has been the this has been the NCAA all along. Okay. Yes, you're right. I mean, we've seen number 15 seeds beat number twos before. Hell, we've seen a 16 beat a one. And you know who that number one was? Virginia. Yes. Yes. Virginia got taken down. Now we're looking at uh, Texas A&M, Marquette, Kansas State, Kansas, Kennesaw State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, Kent State, and Houston all awaiting their bids. And they're about to go to a, they're about to go to a break. We'll stick around as long as we'll stick around as all the brackets are are revealed. Snowman Alabama gets the number one seed in the South. Uh, the two seed is Arizona, so there could be a hot clash going on in the South region. And I tell you what, a little bit of history for you. What's that? The when Arizona played in the South in 1997, they won it all. They did. They knocked they off did. three. Yes. They walked off, knocked off three number one seeds on their way to winning the title at the RCA Dome in Indianapolis in 1997. That's some history right there. That's something that we mm -hmm. it's almost 30 years old. Kansas North Carolina in, in order Kansas North Carolina and Kentucky. Yes. All three were number 1 seeds and the last one, number one that went down, Kentucky, was for the national championship, and they won that 84-79 in overtime. Hmm. Now, here's another another piece of history. All 10 points scored by Arizona in that overtime, all free throws. Really? All free throws. They all did not, free throws? All free throws. They did not get a field goal in overtime. They hit all 10 of their free throws. They were perfect. Perfect 10 for 10. Okay. And that was Lute Olson and Arizona uh, to date, their only national championship. That's that's wild. 30 yeah. years in the making, Snowman. Yep. Yep. 19, 1997 is when Arizona won it all. And that was my pick. I was one of the few times I did a bracket and got the chance and got the national champion right. Didn't find out I won. The didn't find out that I won my bracket until I got home because I was on a I, I was on vacation. I was on vacation visiting a few friends down in uh, down in Tennessee. Legacy Maker Sports. Oh yeah, they're in the house checking, checking us out on this extended edition as we go Thanks, over. Man. We go. We're going over the brackets. Screw it. We're going over the brackets, and we did the South already. The top two seeds are Alabama and Arizona. We'll see how strong Arizona is if they can get to the regional final against Alabama. And the fun starts in Dayton 
Tuesday night, and my face is going to be glued to every tournament game yes. this year because for the first reason I have the ability to watch it now. And second, I'm gonna have some help. Here we go. This time we're going to the Midwest region, and it's Houston that gets the number one seed. So Whoa. even though they lost their conference championship to Memphis. Houston is indeed the number one seed, and they're rocking down in Texas. They are lucky snowman, because we were just talking about that at the beginning of the episode. Here we go. Houston's the number one seed. Let me get this in front of me so I can see it. And thanks for the folks tuning us in. We are going through the regions with you right now. Uh, they'll play Thursday in Birmingham, Alabama, and they get the Norse of Northern Kentucky. Hmm. This is Thursday, times to be determined in uh, Birmingham at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center. Eighth seed is Iowa at 19 and 13. They'll also play Thursday in Birmingham. And they take on Auburn. That's going to be a tough matchup. Wow, that's going to be that's going to be a tough matchup for for Iowa. But congrats to those two for getting in the round of sixty eight. Yes. Now we're waiting on the Friday games. They'll play in Albany, New York. Remember, this is the Midwest region. The five seed is Miami. Hmm. Miami Hurricanes get the get the number five seed, and they're celebrating down in Coral Gables. And the 12th seed is Drake. Winners of the uh, Missouri Valley Conference at 27-7. and seven. So the ACC meets the Missouri Valley. Again, these games are on Friday. Man, if I had a graphic artist, I wish I had a graphic artist. We'd be throwing graphics up right now. All right, the number four seed. Move that Indiana, the number four seed is Indiana. Indiana at twenty-two and eleven. They get, deserve that too, Snowman. They get really the do. Golden flashes of Kent State at number thirteen. Mm. The four thirteen matchups are the most fun. Here we go. Six seed is Iowa State, out of the Big Twelve at nineteen and thirteen. Mm. And these games are in Greensboro, North Carolina. They'll get the winner of Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. Those two play in Dayton. And these games are Friday. These two games are Friday in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Yes. And the yeah first and second round are in Greensboro. First and second round uh, also in the Midwest will be in Des Moines, Iowa. When are they going to play the Hilton Coliseum? Waiting on three and fourteen to come up. Three seed is Xavier at twenty-five and nine, and the fourteen seed. Congrats to Kennesaw State. The Owls get their tournament bid, and of course, all the kids are going and all the kids are going crazy. 
in Kennesaw, Georgia. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You deserve it. All right. We're waiting on the Thursday matchups. These two Thursday games will play in Des Moines, Iowa, Thursday and Saturday. Seventh seed is Texas A&M at 25 and nine. Hmm. And they're da- and they're dancing. Texas A&M twenty five and nine. They get the number seven seed, and we're waiting on the number ten seed, and it is Penn State at twenty two and thirteen. And they're uh, Penn State. They're in Chicago right now. They just uh, finished playing for the Big Ten title. They lost to Purdue. The two seed in the Midwest is Texas. Wow. And they're celebrating at the Moody Center down in Austin. So Craig Way is going to head to Des Moines, Iowa. They get Colgate at 26 and 8. And there's your Midwest region, folks. But still no announcement yet on VCU. None on VCU yet. So the number the first two number one seeds are Alabama in the South and Houston in the Midwest. So what do you think? You think Houston did do you really think and I'll and I'll ask an honest question. Did you think Houston deserved that number one seed? I think they did. Uh, I mean it's a close call. How about it that? It is. They lost. It's a it's a close call. They lost by double digits too, Snowman. I mean that's 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 where it really really throws the curveball at me that they still got the one. I would have just been okay with the two or three. Two would have been a, been perfectly fine. Two would have been okay, but the two the two seed is Texas. I don't think that Memphis deserved the number one from beating Houston, but I don't feel like Houston deserved the number one because they lost to Memphis. I feel mm-hmm. like, I mean, well, we're gonna see where Memphis falls. Memphis will be two or three. Memphis, Memphis, because they won, they're going to be a two. That's 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 how I I see it. I think. Mm -hmm. Well, Houston's won plus thirty games. Houston's won at least thirty, and they were the number one team in the in the polls for much of the year. Uh, The sixth shot they're looking at: Florida, Atlantic, Kansas, Northwestern, Kent State. I know the other one. All right. I'm waiting to see where my Northwestern Wildcats will be placed. And I want to shout out the playmaker again. Yeah, playmaker. Before, been it. before uh, they lost three or four, he did a heat check on my Northwestern Wildcats. So if y'all haven't had a chance to check out the playmakers blog, please do. Please Hell. do. Playmakersblog.com. Check him out. Check out all of his all of his podcasts. We're gonna take a break. Before that, Snowman, can I say one thing real quick? Yo, um, and and guys, I want to give a shout to Playmaker as well. Besides that, check out Playmaker on Snowman in the morning throughout the week. Yes, I mean Playmaker comes ready to roll with the facts. That he does. Um, I want to. And and Playmaker, if you're watching, if you're watching still, um, I would like to extend an invite to you onto my show at some point soon. Things are a little hectic for me right now, starting a new job, uh, so it is going to be about a few weeks to a month out but i'd like to extend the invitation oh, well that's to what, my show as well um that's what makes snowman, our shows fun that's what snowman, makes our shows I'm, fun yeah i'm calling you out now why 
I'm calling you out on two things before we go to another break. One. One, you were supposed to be giving me an hour's worth of H-E double hockey sticks today, and you really haven't given me any type of H-E double hockey sticks oh, yeah, two days so far. So when we come back from yeah, break, I'm expecting some fire from you, my man. Oh, and two, and two, and you two. have yet to play the Interall Sports Debate commercial. It has got to happen on this break, Snowman. I'm not going to honor that. Snowman! I'm not going to honor that. <laughs> and you can't help it. And you can't help it. last that. episode. That was last episode. I know, but you're supposed to keep I kind of erased the halt. thing. You are a two-time Vault of Fame inductee. You know what it's like to keep things locked in the vault. You are supposed to be a Vault of Fame inductee champion and locking things in the vault like a lockbox. So do it, Snowman. Do it. You've got to do it for your boy. It's I'm not going to. Snowman! Will you quit yelling at me? <laughs> You're going to hurt your voice. I'll, I'll be, be right. back. <laughs> I had it standing by, you know that. I know. I just had to give some in. I always got. I, I, I had it. I had it standing by. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to add a voice to it. Turn it into a not just a video commercial, but an audio commercial as well. Cole Johnson, if you're watching, if you want to throw your expertise to it, by all means, go right ahead. Oh. And we didn't even announce this one thing, Snowman. There was one What's thing that, that was special before we go to our actual commercial break that I know you want What's to go that? to here in a second. Um, for those of you who did not see this week, um, it is my honor to pay homage to Snowman uh, with with my show that I'm going to have coming out soon. Snowman has Snowman in the morning and yep. has done a plethora of great, excellent coverage, provided great entertainment. And now I want to take that. And now I wanted to take this opportunity on video to say that to Snowman face to face and say that, you know, as, as I was going throughout my week and I've had this idea for like a comedy show, like, like uh, to do like skits and have different things for quite some time. And one of them yes. I've already, I've already planned the one that's going to be for cutting my hair. That's one. Oh, no. So this, this is going to be a great one that I've already got brewing upstairs for right now. But episode one may not consist of that, but it's coming soon. But Snowman has Snowman in the morning. Yep. And to provide some great late night comedy, you got stuff like Saturday Night Live. What if yep. you had it on like a random Wednesday? Random Wednesday, <laughs> 1 a.m. You're up, you can't sleep. Oh, it's 1 a.m. and you need a 30 minute show to give you some great entertainment. It'll only be about 20 or 30 minutes long, but it's going to be some great skits. Think of what MTV was giving you in the early 2000s. I'm not going to say the name right now because Snowman is sent out a list of things that we can and we can't say. And I can say mother-fathering because it is not a cuss word. Yes, but And that is allowed on the radio. I've already studied this. But when it comes to... Well, I got an announcement for you. When it comes to the shows, hang on. When it comes to the shows on MTV from the early... Think about that in the comedy. This show in itself, in honor of Snowman, is going to be called D. Willie in the Evening. I love it. 
Check it out when you get a chance. It's going to be on Sertoba Media. And it's not a sports show. Is no, Sertoba Media now finally has a YouTube channel? I can stop saying at the end of my shows. Coming soon will be a YouTube channel called Sertoba Media. No, there is a Sertoba Media channel. Just nothing posted to it yet. Nobody followed because there's no content yet. But this is going to be what gives birth to the YouTube channel for Sertoba Media. And that is D. Willie in the evening. Well, the Russ region has Kansas as its number one seed. We're down to the bottom of the bracket now with six seed TCU. They'll take on the winner of Arizona State and Nevada at number 11. We're in the West region right now. And the number one seed in the West is Kansas. Mm. So the defending champs will will defend their title. Waiting on three versus 14. Florida Atlantic. Nope. The three seed is Gonzaga. So they'll stay home. They'll play. These games are Friday in Denver at the new McNichols Arena, a.k.a. the Ball Center. And Mm. they'll take on the Antelopes of Grand Canyon University. These games are Friday in Denver in the West region. And the Thursday games, we still have 710 and 215. Northwestern Wildcats, the number seven seed, as they explode at Welsh Ryan Arena. I love it. I love it. So, Dave Bennett, if you're listening, I got to get you on the program. I had planned to do it last week, but I had an equipment failure, and I ran into a whole bunch of vehicle trouble. They'll take on the 10th seed, Boise State. These game, This game is Thursday in Sacramento, California. For the second time ever, the Northwestern Wildcats are in as a number seven seed. The two seed is UC. Oh, the two seed is UCLA. Oh my lord! So Duke just may have parlayed themselves to a number one. Wow, snowman! Because we, we still have the East region to go yet. UCLA will take on UNC Asheville. Wow! And they're celebrating in Asheville, North Carolina. Wow! Wow! So UCLA that is gets big a two news, seed. So both wow. Arizona and UCLA get a two seed. Wow. Holy cow. Wow. That Come is crazy. On, that well, is crazy. Top of the bracket, Kansas and Howard, 116, 8-9, Arkansas and Illinois. Congrats to Illinois. St. Mary's and VCU, Friday and Albany. And UConn, is VCU? VCU is a 12. What? <laughs> They deserved at least a six or a seven, Snowman. Uh, yeah. Look at their conference. They're at the top of the at, ACC. Look, yeah, look at their conference. Top of the That's all I'll say. Look at their conference. Yeah, come on, look at their, Snowman. I know, I know, but can we send this to break real quick? And no, then come back and talk about this because I'm disappointed at VCU getting you need, well. You need, you need to talk about this now. Because I think they're going to go right to the uh, East region unless they, now, to, unless they go to a break. TCU gets Arizona State, Nevada winner. Gonzaga gets Grand Canyon. Those are in Denver. Thursday, North uh, Northwestern uh, will play Boise State. And I didn't see the last matchup before they wiped out and went to... Uh, went to a break. Kansas State, Marquette, Kent State, and uh, 
Florida Atlantic all at, all awaiting their assignment should they get an assignment. Mm. But the VCU Rams are in. They are a number they are a number 12 seed. Wow. Well, that's well, big, I'll, man. I'll say that's... it again. I'll say it again. Look at the conference. Look at the con- look at the conference even though we have many a conference champion they play in conferences that don't get noticed, like the Ivy League, like the uh, A-10. I mean, the Atlantic 10 was big once upon a time. Yes. Think about it. A-10 was big once upon a time. And then teams kept changing leagues. That's what happened. Teams kept shuffling leagues. But how bad was it? Pretty bad. Yes. Pretty bad. I, I think. Think about it. I'll, I'll say it again. Think about it. The teams kept changing leagues. And that didn't help their cause. That did that didn't that didn't help their cause. And the NCAA committee wants to look at the big boys, the big five, as as we as we love talking about. You know, the yeah. only reason Gonzaga got the love that they did as a number three is because they rolled through everybody in the West Coast Conference. And as recently as 2021, played for a national championship. Yes. Because when you're when you're consistent, when you are when you are consistent, the NCAA will show you love. Like they've shown Gonzaga many, many years. Many years since 2006, maybe even before that. But on two occasions, they played for a national championship, 2017 in Phoenix and 2021 in Indianapolis. They played for an. Uh, they played to do something. Gonzaga attempted to do something in 2021 that only Indiana has done in 1976, and that's roll through everybody and win an undefeated national championship. Yes, Indiana is the only team to do it in 1976. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, one uh, one heck of a day when it comes to the wrap up of the college basketball tournaments. But one thing I will vote on there, snowman is that we transition on over to XFL as we are in week four. Can you believe that week four of the XFL season is, is I just felt like the, the Super Bowl was the other day, but we are now in week four. It's, it's, it seems that way, doesn't it? That, that the, it does. That the Super Bowl just happened. And now we're in week four of the XFL. Yeah, and we got a doubleheader going on today. The, the The first game is in the fourth quarter right now with the St. Louis Battlehawks up 20, 24, to 24 to 11. Yes, 24 to 11. Arlington. The undefeated D.C. Defenders host the Vegas Vipers tonight at home. And they're going to blow out the Vipers. Oh, yeah. the way they I really believe they're going to blow out the Vipers. Speaking of blowouts, how about those Houston Roughnecks? Yes! Blowing out, blowing out Orlando on the road. Yes, undefeated team. All wow. right, here we go. Final region. We go to the east, and it's Purdue that gets the top seed. Yes, I told you, Snowman. Started playmaker. Playmaker said it too. We both said Purdue was going to get one of the top so ones it's between Purdue, Alabama Kansas, and Purdue. Houston yeah, and, half and of them Bama. Right. So yeah. Purdue, Kansas, Houston, and Bama. Congrats to the Big Ten champion Purdue Boilermakers. They get the number one seed. In the East, they'll play in Columbus against the winner of Missouri State and how Southeast Missouri State, I beg your pardon, and Howard. I they'll just play, couldn't give it those to Those who will play in Dayton, Ohio. 
for a chance to play Purdue. These games are on Friday. Matter of fact, all four of these games that I'm going to talk about will be on Friday. So congrats to the four number one seeds. Memphis gets the number eight seed, which is wild because they mollywop Houston by double digits, but they get the number eight and they will head to Columbus. And I believe they'll play Florida Atlantic. We're waiting on the reveal. I still couldn't give it to Houston. And it is indeed Florida Atlantic that will face Memphis in the 8-9 game in Columbus. These games are in the East region. I might have to do a live stream and call some of these games, man. I just might have to do that. The number five seed is Duke. Duke. Wow. Duke got it, Snowman. Wow. Duke got they got it. The they, uh, five. Num- number five seed is Duke. These games are Thursday in Orlando. Absolutely. They'll take on Oral Roberts, the Golden Eagles. They are in. Congrats to them. Well, Snowman, um, we've got one other game that we were talking about before we um, got back in NCAA. The Seattle Sea Dragons got a victory yesterday. They sure did. Over the San Antonio Brahmas, 15-6. to So we have the Roughnecks and Seattle Dragons. Seattle Sea Dragons winning yesterday. We've the got the Battlehawks. Four seed Hawks. in the east is Tennessee, and they'll get the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. Go ahead. Do, go ahead, Drew. And, you know, between we've got the Roughnecks and the Seattle Sea Dragons winning yesterday. And then yep. today we got it looks like the Battlehawks are going to beat the Renegades because they're up 24 to 11 with fourth quarter. And there's two minutes left. Yeah. And, and then we Brian got, Hill, 16 carries for 89 yards. Yes. We're inside the Renegade 40. The sixth seed is Kentucky in the East region. These games wow. are in June on Friday. Matter of fact, all four of these will be Friday games. Hmm. And they'll take on the Friars of Providence. Each team is 21 and 11. Wow. Kentucky, a preseason favorite to be number one, uh, gets a sixth seed in 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 the tournament. These games are in Greensboro on Friday. And these games are in the East region. Kansas State, the number three seed. And they're celebrating in Manhattan, Kansas. Our congrats to them. It's fourth and one. St. Louis will spend a timeout. And it's Montana State that will face Kansas in wow. the baseball Coliseum. Good job, guys. There good you go. job for Montana State. And a good job for St. Louis. I knew they. I knew they'd get Arlington. Uh, the seven seed is the are the Spartans of Michigan State. These games are Friday in Columbus. Yes. And it's the Trojans of USC whom they will face. Nice. That's a good matchup right there. Mm-hmm. One final. One final bracket. The two seed is Marquette. Oh, I was wow. Number one. The Big East champs. The two seed is Marquette. And the final 
the final team to be in the round of 68, the Vermont Catamounts. There it is, the man. There are your brackets. There it is. So we'll stick with you through the final 118 of this game. McCarron under center, split receivers, one left, one right. They'll hand it off to Davis, and he didn't get it. Wow. He didn't get it. Snowman, he should have. So he the Renegades have. The Renegades stopped the Battlehawks on fourth and one. Mm. Crush in a and good job by the Renegades front seven defense to stop that play. Because had he converted that fourth down, game over. Yes. Absolutely. Arlington has two time Arlington has two timeouts plus a challenge. Snowman off the top of your head without doing research. Do you think that Antonio Gates was the greatest to ever wear the number of 85 in all of sports history? No. Who was? Of all the sports. Of all the sports. To wear 85? Yeah. I have to think about that. Renegade spend a timeout, 105 left. And after this game wraps up, we'll wrap up. Because yeah. we need all the brackets. Uh, Bob Stoops, the coach of the Renegades. Greatest to wear number 85. I hmm. know it kind of is tongue twister, isn't it, Snowman? Yeah, it is. Because I can think of a few people that wore 85 that made it great. That's and what the I'm first saying. Name that, that for, the first name that comes to mind for me is Mark Duper. And that's one of the topics we'll be debating tonight at 8.05 p.m. Eastern. Nice. Or supposed to be. Yeah. That. The first name that comes to mind wearing number 85 that really, really was Mark Duper from the Dolphins. That's a cool last name, Duper. Super <laughs> Duper. Yeah. That's what he was known as. 65 seconds left in St. Louis. They are loud as hell. Out of the shotgun, two receivers left, one receiver right. There's the snap. He looks to throw, steps into the pocket, winds up, throws that pass. Is caught on the right side as we are inside of a minute, and a timeout called by the Renig- by the Renegade. Nope, uh, clock stop. Canella makes the catch. Clock stops to move the chains like in college, and now the clock's moving. Fifty seconds. Snap back to throw. Winds up, throws over the middle. That pass is dropped. It'll be second and 10 with 48 seconds, 48 seconds left. Yes, I'm doing a little play-by-play for you. Oh, boy. I'm really. Still thinking of that number 85. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I love some Antonio Gates, though. Antonio Gates is something special, Snowman. He he really, really was um, when it comes to what he he did. He was so reliable. He was so reliable. Travis Feeney down on the ground for St. Louis. And now he is about to get up. That's a good thing. See if he walks off under his own power. Yeah, he is. And that's good. That is a big crowd in St. Louis. Holy cats. Did they open the whole dome? Yes. They did. They sure did. They did. Wow. They open the entire dome. Mm. That's where the XFL championship should be. It should be in St. Louis every year. 
Yeah, I would call for that snowman. I think that'd be a good time. XFL championship should be in St. Louis every year. Man, look at all the blues. Second and 10. Slaughtering shotgun. Takes the shotgun snap. Looks to throw. Dodges left. Throws. And it's picked off. It is picked off, and this game is over. Battlehawks. Hang on, Snowman. They sure did. A.J. McCarron bounces back, and this team looks like he could still potentially make a pretty good playoff run. Yeah. Uh, Fourth fourth turnover forced by St. Louis compared to only one forced by by Arlington, and we both know if you win the turnover battle, more often than not, you're going to win the game. Yes. You're gonna win we're you're gonna win the game. Ryan McCoffey in the house with us. Bow to your senseis, he says. Thank you, Ryan, for that. McCoffee see him tomorrow. McCoffee, I would like to get you on the inner out sports debate sometime soon as well. You and Playmaker, who have both commented yep. on today's show. And Playmaker like said we'll Snowman it. Snowman is a three time Vault of Fame inductee. Gotta get you guys in there for the first time yep. as well. And that's that. Uh, the kneel down and the game is complete. Your final will be St. Louis 24 and Arizona 11 in front of, well, we can go ahead and say it, a full house at the Good Dome job, guys. in St. Louis. Good job indeed. And thank you, Drew, for keeping me on track and getting to the XFL, even on selection, even on selection Sunday. Each Sunday, we're going to wrap up the XFL and give you the latest. But right now, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We hope yes. you enjoy this extended edition of the Sports Sensei's. For Sensei Drew, this is Sensei Snow. We're out of here, and we will see y'all next week. Thanks, everybody, and God bless you. Dinner time for me. No, man.